Previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. There was nothing handed to you. Nothing. I mean, this no. is all. This is, well, because sometimes people get right place, right time. We've had. Born on third, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yep. And that wow. was not the case. There was no way in hell anybody was thinking of a young black kid coming out of Philadelphia that would 50 years later be the TV voice of the Seattle Mariners. Right. Right. And I can remember so many times when I was doing stuff at ESPN football and basketball and Westwood One and. He'd go in and he'd show your ID and says, what are you doing? So I'm a broadcaster. So what do you do? Color says, no, I'm the play-by-play guy. So eat it. Right. As Tony would say. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, hey Littles. littles. Roxy. Chuck. How great was that? So great. I mean, Dave freaking Sims on our show. I know. That was amazing. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. From the bottom of our hearts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I mean, the stories. Mm -hmm. That's just great. Uh, We're going to start. We're all over the place today, Roxy. (laughs) So much to get into. But we're going to start with an email like we usually do. And this is from Jason Bullitt, episode 31. Congratulations on two years of the Loyal Littles podcast. Hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. Bang those drums, Chuck. Knock them dead at Radio City, Roxy. And happy holidays to the Littles. Aw. That was really sweet. I'm going to read this one right now. It says, another addicting podcast? You betcha. TK, then chatter on books, and now the Loyal Littles podcast. You're killing me, but I love it. I look forward to every new episode. Keep up the great work. Howie Stoopsy Stoops. Okay. Now, who are you? We're killing you. You're killing us. Come on. I mean, what the hell with a name like Howie Stoopsy Stoops? How freaking great is that, Roxy? We got to meet you. Yeah, we got to meet you. Just get get on the podcast. Yeah. All right. Let's get a few more right out of the way. Now, as we've said, maybe some of the new listeners don't know this. I think we've said this recently, though. If you don't feel like typing an email, that's cool. And this is something you don't get on the big show. Send us a voicemail. Send us an audio message. Yep. And, you know, within reason, most likely we'll play it. Uh-huh. I can't guarantee that, but most likely we'll play it. And this is actually from Tony Beeson, episode nine, which I nailed, by the way. You did. We'll have this game where I, I'll say, Roxy, can you look this up for me so I know what episode? And a lot of times I'll guess. Yep. And, and I nailed a lot it. Of I nailed times 10. You're spot on. And I nailed 12. I missed 11. That was Robert Berg, episode yes. 11. But if you told me it was the Christmas episode, I would have known. Absolutely. But, yeah. but anyway, all right, let's hear what Tony Beeson has to say. Hi, Chuck and Roxy. It's your friend, Tony Beeson from Cincinnati, Ohio. Hey, I just got through listening to your latest episode and your interview with Cesar Amador was fantastic. He's quite the international jet setter. One thing that I picked up on, Cesar had said that he would invite Babe Ruth to a fantasy dinner party and it sparked a memory for me. I'll try to make this as brief as I can. When I first started listening to the Tony Kornheiser show, There was a uh, local sports talk show around the same time that on the afternoon commute drive on the way home, there was a show, it was awful. (laughs) It was hosted by five college kids from the Miami University, Miami of Ohio. These five kids, they had no actual connections into the sports world. So they did things like they interviewed local TV sports anchors or one of my favorites is they interviewed the University of Cincinnati cheerleaders. I kid you not, it was five minutes of giggling. But here's the Babe Ruth interview story. So they had to get creative. They couldn't talk to any sports teams or athletes or current coaching staffs, none of that. 
So they brought in a medium and they hosted a live seance and asked the medium to reach out into the spirit world and contact Babe Ruth and they interviewed the great Bambino. <laughs> so this was right around the time that Barry Bonds had broken the all-time home run record. So first they informed Babe Ruth about that and they asked him what he thought and the great Bambino said, good for him. <laughs> so anyway, here's a suggestion. Hey, maybe you could pick up on that same concept, have a medium on the show and call it five mystical minutes. You could interview any long dead sports star that you wanted. Babe Ruth, Red Grange, Jim Thorpe, ask them anything. There you go. That's my suggestion and that's my Babe Ruth interview story. All right. Five mystical minutes. How's that sound? It rolls off the tongue great. It really does. It does. That's a great suggestion. Maybe someday. We'll mm -hmm. see. We'll see how it goes. But that's a great, great, great idea. I love that name too. Okay. So next we're going to have a combination of another email and thank yous. Mm -hmm. Okay. But this is from Ronnie Newmeyer. Now, a lot of the littles probably know his name. He wrote us this great email. And I don't want to read the whole thing because it's that situation. I think it was Bob McWilliams that sent in that other email with it was just great it's as if he filled out the form right okay but it does say hi chuck and roxy i discovered your show a few months back and i've really been enjoying it and hearing everyone's stories congrats on having a great idea and making it come true if you're stuck for a guest sometime i'd love to participate boom done you're now, on i've already emailed him back i haven't heard back from him so i'm hoping it emailed correctly because i did it through the website and yeah. i normally don't do it that way mm -hmm. but hello mr newmeyer anytime Come on, just let us know when we will set it up. Then he goes into Roxy, this list of things he's done and accomplished. I, yeah. I don't want to like give it away. We don't want to spoil. We don't want to spoil the, the interview. No. But he ends it with saying, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving and look forward to many, many more Loyal Littles podcasts. Thanks, Ronnie Newmeyer. Now, the other thing about this is he used the code. So a huge thank you from the bottom of our heart. He went to Venmo. He typed in LL Pod and he made us a donation, which oh, was really yeah. nice. Very nice of him. Mm -hmm. Littles, as you know, we have a sponsorship page through Anchor. Yep. If you go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Just scroll to the bottom. The Anchor link is there. You can become a supporter of the podcast for as little as 99 cents a month. Mm -hmm. Okay. There's other options there, but as low as 99 cents a month. But if you're still not comfortable doing that, especially because of the reoccurring thing, you can do what Ronnie did. Just go over to Venmo, search LL Pod, and you can make any amount of donation there. Yep. It can be even one time. It can even be less than 99 cents. Yeah. And it's just one time. So thank you, Mr. Newmeyer. We really appreciate it. And we have another thank you, Roxy, but we okay. don't know who. Oh, right. Okay. So <laughs> Chuck got something in the mail. There was nothing signed in the book there or anything? There was nothing. Okay. Nothing. We, hello. Spoiler alert. Oh, shoot. That's right. She already told us what it is. Now, the ironic thing is I already purchased this book <laughs> by using the code yep. at Aaron'sBooks.com. Uh-huh. Okay. I went to Aaron'sBooks.com. I used the code. LLPod. LLPod. And I got my 15% off and I bought this book. And we bought it because I was thinking maybe I'll give it away as a prize. So we might steal this. But now someone has gifted us a copy of the book. So now we'll have our own copy. And I know that makes Roxy so happy. <laughs> but you did say you have to read this on the podcast. Yeah. So we might be doing a bonus episode of sort. It's a. It's not a long book. No. It could be part of an episode, but I fear we might lose some listeners if I read it on the air. So I don't necessarily want to. You thought it was cute, though. I think you need to read it on the air. I mean, this is an ultimate tease because we're not telling you what it is or what it's about. I mean, the person who sent it in, thank you. We have no idea who it is. No, but thank you. We have, so we'd love to. I was highly entertained. Yeah. And I don't need to do any more with the subject. <laughs> 
That's a hint. <laughs> it has to do with Christmas, and Roxy wants no more to do with the subject. Yep. Okay. All right. Those are your, those are your hints. But it's a great book. And okay. then we just want to say thank you. I mean, we are talking about Thanksgiving and being grateful. Yeah. The littles that reach out to us mm-hmm. are just so great. Mm-hmm. I mean, and to get to meet them in person, it's so much fun. I In the last two weeks, we've had a drink with Bill Isaacson yep. at Hurley's. That mm-hmm. was so much fun. Then you had a ton of littles come to see your show. Yep. You had Jamie Julian and Dina mm-hmm. and Damascus and Claire. Yep. Natola, obviously. Cool Aunt Claire. And then Sam came to meet us afterwards. Yep. Sam Berger. Drinks. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. Okay. And then earlier this week, we had Marcy Dillon. Yep. Visiting from the Virginia. She's from Richmond, right? I think. Yeah. For, yeah. From Virginia. And she was here with her family, her husband and her son. Yep. Shout out, Eamon. Mm-hmm. So he'll get a little shout out on the podcast. Aww, yeah. And they came to see your show and everything. They did. So that was really sweet of them. Yep. yep. So, I mean, it's just so great. And we really appreciate it. And the friendships we've gotten through this podcast are just <laughs> ridiculous. I, I mean, that's why we really did it. I never Roxy, thought. Roxy and I had no friends. None. We had zero <laughs> friends. I wouldn't and go that far, Chuck. <laughs> We're not sad sacks. <laughs> <laughs> and now we have a ton of friends. Uh, <laughs> Anyway. No, but really, like our no, friendship seriously. circle is what it is and it's now expanded thanks to the littles and I'm in awe every day. My mind is blown that we are a part of this community and that I'm a part of this community and you all have been so great to us and we want to return to you what you've given us and hopefully we're doing that with the show and here we you. are. Here we are. And we are celebrating today something, Rex. We haven't done this in a long time. We are celebrating Turtle Adoption Day. Aww. Okay, that's today. Wait. Yeah, you didn't, Roxy didn't know this. Turtles are typically bought without notions of the care involved. Turtle Adoption Day sets that right, is Aww. what it says. I love but, turtles. And then for all our DMV listeners, fun fact, on this date in 1966, it was the highest scoring NFL game with the Washington football team defeating the New York Giants 72 to 41. Is that right? Joe Arrow. Is that right? Whoa. Come on. Did the football team really score 72 points in a game? That's amazing. That's a lot. I hope you all had the over for that. All right. And then real quickly, before we get out of here, Roxy, quick shout out. Bob Sproul, he went 3-0 on his picks. We do this once a year. We do this once a year. And undefeated (laughs) on Thanksgiving Day. So congratulations, Bob. All right. Lots more to get into, but let's get out of here, Roxy. Another great Meet the Littles guest. Mm -hmm. We're so excited. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hey, Meredith Bootsy. Listen up. This is all because of you. This is Brian Ricca, and you are listening to the Loyal Littles Podcast on the WTFC Podcast Network. Have I got a story for you? Now, we couldn't think of a better way to kick off the holiday music than to bring back good friend of the podcast, Tim Wildsmith. And this song is called 
I Think My Dad is Santa Claus. Now, as you already know, you can find Tim's stuff all over the place, Apple, SoundCloud, but the best place to find his stuff is at his website, timwildsmith.com. That is T-I-M-W-I-L-D-S-M-I-T-H.com. And don't forget to give him a follow over on Twitter and Instagram. That's at Tim Wildsmith. And if you'd like to see the official video of I Think My Dad is Santa Claus, head on over to YouTube and just search Tim Wildsmith. And most importantly, don't forget, we'll play the full song I Think My Dad is Santa Claus at the end of the podcast. So back to bed they made me go, but I couldn't catch a wink. The thought of Rudolph and his friends upon my roof, I just had to see. So up the chimney. All right, all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. And Roxy, another fun one. Oh, yeah. I'm, I've been looking very forward to this. Me this too. has been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Please welcome to the podcast, Sue Heidel. Hey, Sue, how's it going? Hey, guys, great to hear from you. So great to hear from you. Like I said, this has been a long time coming. You were one of the ones that you were a little hesitant. Uh And then you're like, let me think about it. Let me listen to some episodes and I'll let you know. And then I think I just harassed you enough. Is that what happened? (laughs) That is exactly how it went down. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, no. Wait a minute. Cool Aunt Claire kind of gave me permission. She's like, you're going to love her. Yeah. She's like, you have to have Sue on the podcast. You're Uh going to love her. And we already, we've been chatting for almost a half hour off air and we already love you. So, but let's. Take the time to meet the Littles. Take us back. Introduce yourself to everyone out there. Yeah, I'm uh, Sue Heidel. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, and been listening to Tony since the internet radio days, I guess. I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure how that's phrased, but I, you know, it's been a good 20 years since wow. I've been listening to oh. Tony on the air, not so much watching PTI, but listening to his various incarnations of his radio show. And I consider this to be just another form of radio. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's interesting. We'll come back to that. I want to come back to the PTI stuff. That's interesting. But where'd you grow up? Did you, are you originally from Cincinnati and all that stuff? Yeah, I grew up in Cincinnati. I moved away for college. And then through different jobs, I lived in five cities in six years. And so I've lived in different places in the U.S., but uh, eventually came back to Cincinnati as it's and, and, and you've lived in other places as well, which we're going right, to get to. Exactly. Little, she did fill out the form. Yes. So let's go in order, though. Where'd you go to school and what'd you study and all that? I went to Ohio State. All right. And uh, the Ohio State. Oh, there class. it is. I was looking at Roxy's <laughs> face. I was like, oh, she didn't do it, though, Roxy. Wait, but how like, do you spell it? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The V thing was way after I left school. Okay. So, okay. I, okay. It's not, it was all like, what? We're doing that? <laughs> what? <laughs> it happened, so it was not part of my life. Okay, at all. okay. All right, she feels. I can now. be on board with that. But I think everyone does it now. So they, do, they do. They do. It's, it's to they, mock them, I think. But well, anyway. sure. I don't get it. I, you know, I don't know how it came about. Yeah. And it's, it is a little arrogant, and if you didn't, if you were on the fence, then that puts you over. You certainly don't like the yes. Buckeyes. Right. Yes. <laughs> all right. What was your major? What did you study and all that? Well, I think I have ADD with regards to learning. Well, I should take that back with regards to interest in things. I'm interested in many things, but then I move on. And so I think I started out in biology and then I went to pharmacy and then I went to geology. So I was 
was a geology major for a good long time. Yeah. And then I could, uh, truth be told, I could not pass engineering level physics. And mm. so I had to default to a science education degree. So I was at some point in my life certified to teach high school science. Oh, wow. Interesting. That's so cool. And all of it or just biology, just uh, general science. General okay. science. Okay. Yeah. And But did you do that? I did it in student teaching and hated every last minute of it. It was, so I was like a good student in high school. My worst crime was passing notes to friends, mm -hmm. you know, like that was the most trouble I got into. And I learned in the public school system that that is not exactly how it works. It was more about crowd control uh -huh. and less about education and the sharing mm -hmm. of information and more about knowing where the closest male teacher is in case a fight breaks out in your room. Oh, gosh. Right. You know, you have to stay in the room and send a student to go get the male teacher. Yeah. So these were just not how I thought teaching would go down. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. And I was actually working part-time nights at GE, working my way through college. And when I graduated in December, which is a weird time for a teacher to graduate. And so I went full-time at GE, got promoted and never looked back. Oh, so, wow. Interesting. Yeah, now, never two, really used it. Well, two things real quick, because I always talked a lot about my college and how they did stuff. I'm wondering how many people that actually happens to, and that was one of the things our college toted, was that we start student teaching our freshman year, mm -hmm. believe it or not. Uh, oh. And they just do like one or two things downtown. But then our sophomore and junior year, they do actual like f six weeks away from school. And then they do your senior year full semester. So it's to get as much experience as we can. We had a great education program. Yeah. They weed us out right away. So by your s end of your sophomore year, they know. And more importantly, you know. You know if you want to yeah. do this right. because then you still have time to switch your major because mm -hmm. most schools, you don't do your student teaching until your senior year. Like I'm guessing that's what it. happened to you and then you hated it. Yeah. I did a little uh, of what you were talking about. There were observations early on, but you're just literally observing, you know, yeah. you're sitting right. in the classroom taking notes in the back. And then uh, I was more of like a teacher's aide, maybe in a junior high school for a semester and then the full blown, you know, student teaching right. experience yeah. as a senior. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, let's go back to the note passing days. Cause <laughs> I, well, because I often think about this. Now, if we went to school, now we would have been screwed, right? Because I'm the same way. I can't imagine me ever getting through college if there was internet. Yeah. Now, I know that sounds insane because it, quote, the internet's our friend, supposedly. Mm -hmm. You know, it makes our lives easier. But Small doses. But man, I don't think I would have... I would have been on my phone texting instead. You know what I mean? That's what the today's passing notes is. Yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wonder if the content is the same. You know, uh, do you, is he cute? Do you think he likes oh, me? Oh, probably. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Except it could be a lot worse. Well, <laughs> yeah, you go out with me, not check so yes, check no. Right. Do you like <laughs> me, yes or no? Yeah. Now, was that like for you too, Roxy? Um, yeah, I mean, it was... You didn't have a cell phone in high school, right? I did have a cell oh, phone, but it was turned off and I think it was in my locker, but... I was also a rule follower. Big surprise. Most people know this. Yeah. So I would never turn it on. I mean, once in a while, a kid's phone would go off and the teachers would confiscate it for the rest of the day or whatever. But notes were mostly passed through paper. And then in college, we had internet, we had Facebook, we had at that time, we still had MySpace. There right. were outlets to not focus on the schoolwork right. for sure. But so it's I mean. not. it was not what it is today. So did you have a slam book? Do you know what a slam I book is? I do know what a slam book is. <laughs> I have not personally seen a slam book in person. <laughs> I'm sure that they had them. I don't know. I, so do you know I what they are? I did you know. have no. one? Wait, no. you don't know what a slam book is, really? No. I'm, oh, I'm, maybe it was I'm, an East Coast thing. Uh, 
I don't know. All right. I'm going to let that filter out. Maybe the littles will get it because this is your interview. We're taking over your interview. So oh, well, let's go sorry. back. So GE, and you continued on. Is that what you did? Because you filled out the form, and I know you've worked in a few other places, and I'm going to make you say it because I couldn't pronounce it when I yeah. first read uh, it. Now, off yes. there, we practiced, but I already forget. Yep. So, yep. so go well, on. Well, GE's the reason I lived in five cities in six years. And in that time, two of those cities were Bangkok, Thailand, and Gdansk, Poland. Good. Wait, so, one more time. Gdansk? Good. Gdansk. But, okay. Gdansk. Yeah. Very yeah. good, Roxy. All right. It's, it's got dance language. in there with a K on the end and a D or a G at the beginning. No, she brought it home. Personalized <laughs> 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 it. All right. That's in Poland, though, right? Yep. Gotcha. Yep. On the Baltic Sea. So wow. Now, what the hell was that like? It was good, weird. You know, it was, you know, I would say Thailand was definitely more unique. Uh -huh. I had, I don't think at that time I had ever been out of the United States. And so my first trip out of the U.S. and I'm moving to an Asian city, a huge city. And that was really interesting. And because I couldn't speak the language and I, I literally could not read the alphabet mm -hmm. in, in Thailand, I had to have a driver. So I uh, had a driver that took me to and from work and took me shopping and had to wait for me everywhere. Wow. And I lived in a hotel slash apartment. So they were required to speak English. Uh, the folks at work spoke English. So it was pretty luxurious. I wouldn't say it was your standard citizen abroad, you know, roughing right. it. Right. That's what it sounds amazing. I was there in the summertime. And I remember going to a 4th of July party at the U.S. Embassy mm -hmm. in Bangkok. Oh, wow. And they had flown in, or I don't know, however they got it, but Budweiser beer, and they had hot dogs and hamburgers. And so they tried to make everything as American as possible within the grounds of the embassy. Oh, wow. So I was a single female, which was unusual to mm -hmm. be doing this kind of thing. And most people were married with families. Wait, really? <laughs> and so you, I would think well, that would be the norm because, like, to because just you're up, traveling, yeah, to uplift yeah. your life like that. And well, I think it was the within a corporation, you are. It's kind of viewed as not a hardship, but uh, you know, a sacrifice to uproot your family, go overseas, and it's one of those big career moves, one of those big professional moves. I see. Okay. Right. Yeah. Fair and enough. so, yeah. So it was really it was challenging because the women I would meet were not working during the day. Right. And so they were complaining about their housekeepers and complaining about their drivers and, right. you know, very <laughs> privileged life. Right. So it was, you know, I really didn't have a contemporary at that moment, but the experience. So I preferred to not to hang out with Americans. And I met a lot of Brits and Australians and um, had a really good time, found some social clubs and other things to join rather than hang out at the embassy with, right. with Americans. Wow. I tried to learn the language, but it was hard. <laughs> That's, I was like that for me when I was in mm -hmm. Tokyo and Japan, mm -hmm. all over Japan. Yeah. And, you know, we had people from the, at the hotel or people with the company, with the show we were with that were hired, but it was like one or two people. So, mm -hmm. of course, all the actors swarmed them. And I was just and I've always been one of those people. I wanted to just figure try to figure it out on my own. Yeah. And that was a huge mistake, though, because I was like in <laughs> tears by the first night because I couldn't even find an ATM to get money. Yeah. Like all the ATMs I would find didn't take my card. Yeah. Well, it was even hard. I went to the store, like a grocery store once by myself. For some reason, I needed the front customer service desk. Uh -huh. And you're standing in line, but there's really not a line, right? There's a group of people. And the hierarchy was Western men, Asian men, Western women, Asian women. And so if there were no men in front of me, 
basically. I moved up. I could be waited on ahead of any any of the Asian women, no matter how long they were there. So, you know, there's just some uncomfortable things, unspoken things happening that you're unaware of. So going out on your own, and I remember I went rollerblading in the park once. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, I mean, a Western woman on rollerblades, you know, in a public park. Right. It's like unheard of over there. I was stared at so much that I I never did it again. I was so uncomfortable. But then in Poland, much easier to fit in because you look more similar to everyone that's living there. And that was a less luxurious experience, right? Mm -hmm. I I used uh, public transportation. The alphabet was something I could recognize. Oh, Uh, okay. Yeah. I lived right on the Baltic Sea, which is basically looks like an ocean with a beach. Yeah. You know, I'd walk my dog every night and I was allowed to bring my dog with me and people would stop and ask. So I, I did learn three sentences in Polish. She's a pug. Her name is Gracie, and she's two years old. Like, that was the, <laughs> the question I got asked the most was, you H- know, how do you say she's a pug? Ona jetzt mops. So oh. mops is the kind of a European word for a pug. Okay. So you can't say, hi, this is Sue Heidel, and you're listening to the Loyal Littles podcast, right? Oh, no. Oh, okay. That was worth a shot, right? Sorry. That's okay. I, I don't want to disappoint Well, honestly, you could say those three sentences, and no one will yeah, know. Yeah, that's true. We yeah. wouldn't know. You could just loop them all together. We'll talk about your dog, and we'll right. just assume. Right. Wait, can you do that? Can you say those three things in order? I'm just curious. Ona nazi vashon kolesi, ona jetz mops, ona madavalata. Okay, I'm going to try to find watch, watch my magic. You're going to splice that together. Watch my magic. Matter of fact, now's a good time to take a break and I'll work on it. And But don't go anywhere because we've got so much more to get into. We'll be right back with... Meet the Littles. This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Doxy. <laughs> and Keith Ammerman. Keith Ammerman. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. This is Roxy speaking and we have Sue Heidel here with us. In case you didn't know that it was Roxy, because we haven't done this in forever. This is Roxy speaking. Hi, Littles. This is Chuck speaking. And, uh, we have a lot more to get into. We're having a great time. We, we should do more of these at night. See, now that our schedules have changed a little bit, yeah. I'm rehearsing all day while you're performing all day, and so we have some nights free. Yep. So we swear we haven't been drinking yet. No. We might get there, but not yet. Uh, I still think it's sad that we have three people with nothing to do on a Saturday that's night. That's true. That's I don't think true. this is sad. This is what we have to do on a Saturday night. That's very that's true. true. <laughs> but we live, she's like, you're in freaking New York City. And you're taking a Saturday night. Just oh, to- no. My legs are too tired. I like just sitting at the table talking. So right. Exactly. So we mentioned PTI earlier, the, or the lack of, I should say. You Listening to Tony for 20 years, is there a specific reason? Do you just not like Wilbon? You can be honest. <laughs> I do not care for Wilbon, no. Gotcha. I, I could live without that. I love Phil and Frank. Can I just say that? So I does just Roxy. Love- you know, <laughs> yeah. there's something about him. He's got that star quality. I don't know what it is. Yeah. He's charming. He is. All if right, I yeah. met him in person, I think I would be more starstruck over him than Tony. No offense to Tony. What? No. No, I think Wilbon. I would be calm cool and collected with him because you would be the one so starstruck so i would have to be <laughs> keeping you grounded one, right? yeah Make sure i don't get like yeah but with frank you right. could be the one that grounds me and i'll I just guess. be starstruck yeah maybe 
What I like about the pod over PTI is that it was sports, but it's also pop culture yeah. and yeah. history, yeah. a little bit of history and, yeah. you know, a little bit of politics. It's just not all sports. Right. And the PTI is all sports guaranteed, no question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sure. I don't need that much detail in my life right, right. now sure. For, sure. for sports. You get enough on the pod during the day. <laughs> I get right. exactly what I need on the pod, right? Yeah, like yeah. I. I know a little bit about MBA, which I don't follow at all, but right. I get enough of that on the pod to keep it conversational for me. And But I, I like all of the pop cultural reference and uh, history and some of the political guests. I wouldn't say Tony discusses politics, but he has a few guests that might sure. discuss it. But. I think he does a good job of making sure it's enough and not being too much. Right. And it's just a little taste of it, and then we move on. Yep. And he'll bring them in when there's something to talk about. Right. Correct. So right. it's not like just actually a, like right after an election mm-hmm. or yeah. Yeah, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, you sprinkled an NBA in there and we haven't gotten there yet. So let's get there. Littles, as I said, she filled out the form and I'm kind of saving, I think, the best for last because there's got to be some stories here. So let's see. Bobby, Eric, who else? I don't know. There's a couple others. But <coughs> what's your favorite sport? You know, what's your favorite team? Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I'm Cincinnati all the way. So Mm -hmm. Bengals, Reds, it's been a hard time. Well, until last year, it was a really hard time to be a Bengals fan. Uh, But that was that was a fun year. Yeah. I wish Tony would have recognized the Bengals a little more. I think he dismissed us right up until the end. I was. I mean, Buffalo and Kansas City, you kind of I get it. But no, you're right. Got to give credit where credit's due. They, you know, Mm -hmm. they won the AFC. So did you think I was going to say soccer? I kind of. (laughs) Because <laughs> that's well, not necessarily. Not it's okay, but so let's get into that though. Because yeah, I mean, yeah. What makes you? I mean, do you attend a lot of the games in Cincinnati at all? No, I. Uh, I think I've only been to one. Well, that's okay. Uh, yeah. So I, I, you mentioned the form, and I'll just dive in and say that I have had the awesome opportunity to go to two different World Cup soccer tournaments. Wow. Yeah. They're a month long, so I, I didn't go for an entire month. Right, but, but still, <laughs> just to even get to one of the games, you know, where were these? Yeah, I, I went to Germany in 2006, and uh, we were there for about a week, and then I was in South Africa in 2010, wow. and oh we were gosh. also there for a week. So yeah, cool. that was super unique. Yeah. Now, was that, that the one with all those... I, I used to call them wazoos, those... Vuvuzela? Bu- yes, those... Ugh, yes, so I annoying. brought a few back. They were, <laughs> like, everybody on the plane had, oh, like, no. bundles and bundles of Vuvuzelas coming back with them. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. annoying. It's like bringing home an insect, you know, yes, from a exactly. country that invades your country. Right. So what was that like? Did, did you go just for the World Cup? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So you yeah. like soccer. So you are a soccer fan. I, you know, more of a travel fan, but the right. tournament was, I mean, it was so fun. And the way we approached it is there's a, a lottery or a ticket request up months or years in advance. And so you don't even know if USA is going to make it. So you can't really request a game to see USA play two years in advance. I see. Gotcha. Um, so you have to commit to going. There's two ways to do it. You, I mean, then you can you can do it like we did. And just enter the lottery and pick the cities that you want to go to. Okay. And so we would work out a travel itinerary and we would pick a logical route, either driving or public transportation and, and time ourselves to have two or three days between matches and get to a new city and that kind of thing. But the other way to do it is to wait till the draw occurs and the schedule is set and then try like hell to get tickets to follow your team. Right. And there are a lot of people who are willing to trade tickets, right? We want to see the oh, USA, sure. right. yeah. but yeah. somebody from Brazil got tickets to see the USA. You know, you can work out a swap. Sure. You know? mm. 
Yeah. So Germany, it was quite, it was pretty easy with public transportation. We didn't have a car. There were huge big screens or flat screens in the middle of city parks where people would gather and there were fan outings and all of that. But South Africa would be a little bit more like the U.S. and things were much farther apart. You had to drive for hours, but you got to see a lot of the countryside too. So because of travel more than the sport, you went. Yes. The, the joke with my friends, I went with the same group of four each time. And I was watching a lot of hockey at the time, mm-hmm. going to a lot of hockey games. So hockey has three 30-minute periods. And I got so used to the 30-minute time frame that I kept thinking that soccer played 30-minute intervals. And oh. I would get really excited, you know, <laughs> like 29 minutes and we're going to win, you know. And then they're like, no, there's 15 more minutes. Oh, no. Yeah. And we we would meet, we met these guys from, I guess, maybe Scotland. And they just go every year and they pick the team farthest away who is least likely to have fans present. And then hmm. they go root for them. Like, Interesting. Yeah, like they'll pick Senegal or somebody, right, you know, right. and then they'll just act like the biggest fans of oh. Senegal because Scotland's not going to get in, you know. So. Right. right. I, bet they, I bet they love that, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and they were so all decked fun. out in the country. They wore kilts, but then they were all, everything else was a color of the country they were supporting. And I just thought that was another great way of approaching World Cup, right? Yeah, you know, absolutely. your team's not in, but it doesn't mean you can't help Still, out somebody else. Right, right, right. right. Oh, that's so great. I love that. Well, Sue, this has been amazing. I feel like you were kind of one of the ones that were like, I don't really have much to say. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had enough to fill a podcast. Clearly, right. So. At least you had enough for our podcast. So, <laughs> you know, we can't thank you enough, but you know what's coming, right? Oh, some questions. Some mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we hope that's okay. Roxy, what's the first one? I mean, I have to know, where has been your favorite place you've traveled? Oh, well, I love France. Mm. I mean... I'll just go with that. If it's favorite, I'll say France. Nice. Great. Okay. Now, these are fun and dumb. Right. So I'm going to go with... Dumb. (laughs) Hello. Uh, What's the one food you could never bring yourself to eat? Uh, Probably uh, like liver. Yeah. Mm. Good answer. Mm -hmm. That's a great answer. I mean, I grew up with that. My parents liked it. Kind of an old-fashioned thing, but the smell of that just... Yeah, I can't do it. Gotcha. All right, Roxy, what's next? Which historical figure would you like to be? Ooh. I think that's a new one. Um, I'll say like Eleanor Roosevelt. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go female and, yep. you know, a strong female yeah. and innovator. Let's do that. I love right. that. Mm-hmm. What's a special hidden talent that you have that no one else knows about? Yeah, I don't know that there's anything hidden. I do a million things, right? I'm, a, I'm very crafty, but it's not hidden. Everybody knows I can do that stuff. Okay. What well, about rollerblading? We didn't. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, yeah, I didn't know you're crafty. Oh, I can knit you any sweater you want. Nice. Oh, Roxy's into knitting. Yeah, and crocheting. I, you're more crocheting. Crocheting is what I've been with the longest, but I have kind of started knitting, and it would be great if I could learn how to knit a sweater, but I'm not there yet. All right, All right Roxy, what's next? What would you do if you were invisible for a day? Wow. I'd want to spy on somebody, but then I'm kind of, I can't think of who I would spy on. <laughs> But I think that's what I'd want to do with yeah. it. Yeah. I just uh-huh. have to, you know, can, if it's only one time, I'll have to reserve the opportunity to pull it out of my hat and say, now nah, this is the moment. Right. right. Oh, right. no, absolutely. I'm with, like, be a fly on the wall. Definitely. That's what I would yeah. want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's a new one. Roxy doesn't know this one. Because I just forgot I penned these in at the end of the list. What's the one movie you'll always recommend to people? Uh, well, The Godfather's definitely up there. Roxy. I- see? <laughs> oh. See? I loved 
I loved when Harry met Sally, uh, oh. but it's it's starting to look a little dated, you know, with some of the references. And yeah. uh, but I also loved that movie for ages. Yeah. Okay. That's Very my clever. that's my movie I watch in the fall, and then I go through <laughs> Central Park and oh, listen yeah. to the soundtrack, and I'm like, that's so New York. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Who is your celebrity crush? I'll go George Clooney. Okay. He's okay. a local boy. There's a that's right. We are, yep. we are this uh, same age. He went to high school a couple miles away, and oh, wow. you know maybe so what we happened? cross paths. How'd you lose maybe that? Maybe we cross paths. What happened? I I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he missed out, apparently. Right. Oh, thank you. Yes, he did. <laughs> what do you think is the greatest invention of all time? Well, the phones, the smartphone's pretty far up there nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And penicillin, probably. Penicillin. penicillin. Oh, that's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a new one. Mm-hmm. All right. Would you rather spend five days exploring Disney or New York City? New York City. Yep. I mean, I love Disney, but yeah, New York is pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, well, let's do this one since we're getting to the holidays and stuff, because it might be a holiday situation. But what's your favorite family tradition? I'll tell you what it used to be. Okay. So we were a big Christmas Eve family, and I'm one of six kids. And my dad would pile all of us in the car on Christmas Eve to go out and look at Christmas lights, go around the neighborhood and and see who had their lights up and everything. And meanwhile, mom was at home pulling all the presents out from every nook and cranny that she yeah. had them wrapped <laughs> and hidden and running like a mad woman and stuffing them all under the tree. And then we would come inside and we would see that all the presents were under the tree. And she's like, Santa just left. He's <laughs> ran just up the stairs. Him. If you hurry, go catch him. And we would all fly up the stairs and Aww. we were all looking for him and we bought it every year. And, and so I think that's a sweet tradition to remember. Oh my God, that's perfect. I love that. That's great. You probably- I love that so Did much. anyone ever like fall down the stairs because everyone's like trying to crawl e- over each other going up the stairs? <laughs> no, and the oldest were boys, and at some point yeah. they ratted it out and yeah. ruined it for everybody. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> Stupid boys. That is probably the sweetest tradition I've ever heard. Yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my yeah, my mom was a good actress. I love uh, that. That's good. All right, Roxy, let's end with some rapid fire. All right. Coke or Pepsi? Oh, Coke. Crunchy or smooth peanut butter? Uh crunchy. Star Wars or Star Trek? I have never seen a single episode of Star Trek. Yeah. So, Star Wars. Okay. All right. Uranus jokes. Not funny or never not funny? Always funny. Love it. Sorry, Claire. (laughs) All right. The Brady Bunch or the Partridge Family? I go Partridge Family. The Brady Bunch, as I said, I was one of six kids. So, a life, you know, in a house with five other siblings was not that interesting to Uh me. Right. But life on the road and a bus, and that you could magically play a musical instrument, and (laughs) that had magic to me. Nice. That was an interesting life. Yeah. I like them both. I didn't didn't really. I watched the Brady Bunch more, but when the Partridge Family was on, I wouldn't turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. But I agree. It was was the musical instruments. Mm -hmm. Because our family was, we were musical. So it kind of reminded us sort of that. Let's end with that. That's that's perfect. So, Sue, I mean, we can't thank you enough for coming on the Loyal Littles podcast. Finally, this has been fantastic. (laughs) Is there anything we can plug for you? How can we get in touch with you? Yeah. Check me out at the Cincinnati Art Museum YouTube channel under cam look videos and you can watch me or listen to me talk about art history so all right <laughs> we, won't, we won't put this as a bury the lead moment but we found this out off air but you actually you do tours at the museum 
Yes. So during COVID, uh, everything shut down as far as in-person viewing right. Of, right. of the art at the art museum. So they asked all the docents or the tour guides to produce videos, a three-minute or four-minute video on one work of art. And then over time, I probably produced uh, seven, six or seven three-minute videos, each featuring uh, one piece of art in the art museum. Wow. That's so great. So check those out, Littles. And then we, you said you can also find you on Facebook, right? Yeah, for All sure. All right. Perfect. So we'll do that. And as an homage to the big show, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Over, for sure. <laughs> and yes, and yes, I have changed in someone's private home. I have oh. made the change for Oh, them. so she's done the oh. official Chuck Totting it. Yeah. <laughs> I All love right. it. Absolutely. I love it. That's excellent. Well, thank you again so much for coming on the Loyal Littles podcast. We really appreciate the time. Thank you, guys. All right, all you loyal listeners, we'll be right back. Ona Nazivashun Su Heidel. Ona Ma Ona Yest Loyal Littles Podcast. Deva WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Loyal Littles Podcast. And thank you so much, Sue Heidel, for coming on to meet the Littles. Yes. Ladies, where are you at? Okay. Yep. We just looked it up because I was curious because yeah. I knew it had been a long time and we would love to have more of you come on. It had been since Meredith Bootsy. Yep. July. That, July. July. That was the last time we had a woman on the podcast. Speaking of Meredith Bootsy, episode 160, go check her out if you haven't already. Absolutely. So thank you. I mean, it's so great. Okay. couple quick things we need to get to to finish out the show. First, a couple tiny little suggestions. Okay. First one is, don't forget, tis the season, Littles. I kind of wanted to shout out last episode, but Lee Gordon, episode 80, does these bumpers for us yes. as Santa all the time. Yes. Oh, I hope the kids weren't listening just then. It's Lee Gordon. Um, <laughs> Lee Gordon is Santa. <laughs> anyway, it's tis the season. It's that time of the year. He He's already sent a few in for us. Yeah. But he did a special one for us last episode. We really appreciate it. And don't forget, I Heart Radio and mm -hmm. North Pole Radio, it's called. Yep. Go to iHeartRadio. It's part of that. North Pole Radio. He'll be on there all season. Yes. So if you want to hear some more Lee Gordon, head on over there. We're more very Santa. excited. I think we're going to get to see him again soon. Uh -huh. Maybe next week, Roxy. Yep. He's coming into town to go to Hurley's for yeah. something else. Non-podcast related. Right. I don't know if we'll have if it'll mesh up with our schedules. We're hoping. Okay. And then next, this one comes from Rob Dundon, and it's a special message. Uh, Roxy, you have this, right? I do. Yes. Okay. He says, my name is Rob Dundon, and I'm raising money for the Alzheimer's Association under the name Kathy's Legacy, Finding Laughter in Every Day. I'm here again this year to ask the Chatter on Books community and Tony Kornheiser group to get involved in our second annual Alzheimer's fundraiser, raffle and auction for Kathy's Legacy in memory of my mom, Kathy Dundon, who we lost five years ago. Partnering last year with Chatter on Books, I had collected close to two dozen signed books, some from Tony, Liz Clark, and Tori herself, and brought in around $600 from the podcast listeners. I have requests out to this year's Chatter on Books guests, including Brendan Slocum, Michael Crawley, and confirmations from some of last year's authors, Nevin Martell, Lou Bayard, David Steinberg, and Alan Zwiebel hoping to add a handful more. With a donation of $25 or whatever you feel you can give, you can choose a signed book from one of the handful of authors as a thank you until the end of the year or until all books have been taken. Thanks for your efforts in raising money and awareness to help local families in their fight and bring us one step closer to a world without Alzheimer's. That's wonderful. That's an excellent read, Roxy. 
Thank you. I saw that. I saw those names. I was like, I'm out. <laughs> That's for you, Roxy. Um, no, in, in all serious. Yeah. Uh, do what you can. We will post the Kathy's Legacy link for the Alzheimer's link in the show notes. Yes. So we'll put that in our show notes. So you can just click on that or copy and paste it mm -hmm. if you'd like to donate or if you'd like more information about it. Yes. All right, Roxy. And one more thing came in. It, this is another tease. Okay. Okay. We got our first official birthday shout out. Like someone wrote to us. We're not going to do it yet because it's, oh, yeah. it's not until December. Yes. They're, We're saying this now. So be no, no. There will be another episode before yeah. the birthday actually happens. We probably won't be dropping on their birthday, mm -hmm. but we're going to do a birthday shout out. So we're very excited about that because we've never had like an official no. write in saying, hey, can you yeah. wish so-and-so a happy birthday on the podcast? So that was exciting. Yeah. That's like a first for us. Uh -huh. Now, we have some things to discuss. Now, normally at this time, we might be doing the Friday Five. We don't do it every week, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. so we're not this week. Sort of. But it brought up an interesting topic. And so I'm just going to read you the Friday Five this week was from Jeff Flowers. And his question five was power rank the four major fun holidays, Christmas, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July and Halloween. OK, so rank them how you like them. OK, okay? we're not going to do that because later on in the topic I was reading, you know, I sometimes just read through these. And David Spector wrote in and said his air his was one Christmas, two Thanksgiving, three Halloween, four Fourth of July. And he says you can't be ranked if there isn't a Charlie Brown special made for your holiday. I mean, they even made one for Arbor Day. So if July four can't even claim that it doesn't belong. Interesting. Okay, I'm about to maybe blow David's mind. But also, I'm so glad we're doing this, Roxy, because we are also, it was yesterday, the day before, what would have been the 100th birthday of Charles Schultz. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm glad we're doing this. Yep. Okay. Perfect timing. Because other people, well, let me get back to David Spector. David Spector. Okay. It might not be exactly the 4th of July, but just so you know, there is a Charlie Brown special called This is America, Charlie Brown. Mm. The birth of the Constitution. Okay. So there is that. I I would consider that. It I would consider that something I would watch on 4th of yeah, July. Yeah. It's not it's the 4th of July Charlie Brown or anything like that. Right. Cause they do have like so many other ones. It's, I have them all of course, but that was my favorite part about this question was it became a new power ranking for the Charlie Brown classics, basically yes. like what order do you watch them in and stuff like that. So Roxy, I thought we would go there. Like, so how would you rank these? The Charlie Brown specials? Yeah, I would say like, Christmas. Uh, I would say then the great pumpkin. I do really like Thanksgiving. And I also, I do like, it's Christmas again, Charlie Brown. Ooh, no, I do. No, I no. do. I like when they're oh, sledding in the hark, boxes hark, and then hark. hark, hark, hark. And then hockey stick. Right. Okay. Fair enough. I forgot about and that. And then Marcy says, Marcy says to Peppermint Patty, all you have to say is bah. Because Peppermint Patty yeah. is stuck in the sheep costume. All right. Fair enough. But I think there's... For me, there's much higher ones than that. I can't even rank them. I can't go there. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some like Charlie Brown All-Stars. Uh -huh. I like the Easter Beagle. I like the Valentine's Day one. I yeah. mean, obviously, the Christmas one is the, the that's top. the Mount Everest. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I know my brother really liked Race for Your Life, Charlie Brown. Yep. That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I mean, they even have one for like, elect you know, you're elected Charlie Brown. Yeah. It's a mystery Charlie Brown. Uh -huh. I mean, there's so many. And I, I did like the Peanuts movie, even though it wasn't 
Oh, the new one? Yeah, the, one the new one. I out? thought it was cute. 2015 it came out. Yeah, I yep. thought it was cute. Yeah, no, it was actually they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. I, I was think a I worried. cried right at the end. Yeah, I was. Well, I did too because they did pay homage to the original at the very, very end. You had to wait for the credits. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. And they did an original drawing of the original yeah. stuff, not the new animation right. stuff that they did. So, yeah, that was great. Yeah, I highly recommend that. Was that. It was we cute. should watch that again soon. Yeah. yeah. It's been a while. All right, Roxy, should we get to our Thanksgiving Day feast? Yeah. Roxy wants to talk about this a little bit. First of all, thank you to Oz, the great and flavorful episode two, Steve Osbolt in Milwaukee. The turkey brine recipe and how to cook the turkey is spot on every year. Yeah. Now, let's pause there because I've seen Ritz since the last episode. Uh-huh. And I told him about this. I said, you know what? I'm sorry. I was sitting here eating and our turkey came out so good again. Yep. Okay. Yep. So bravo. Well, we it was kind of a joint effort, I would like to say. Yeah. I mean, he, I, he had the recipe and we happened to follow it. Well, I meant between <laughs> you and me. I was going to give you all the props oh. for it. But I'm like, well, wait a minute. I did stuff it. I helped. Yeah, you yeah, did. I did, I did a lot of you stuff You helped with a it. lot. But... It came out so good. I'm oh. sitting here at these side dishes. I'm like, screw the side dishes. <laughs> I just want the turkey. It was so moist. It was mm-hmm. so good. It came out so oh, good. Oh, you said that word. Oh, I said the word. Sorry. But seriously, it's just, it was amazing. Now, the side mm-hmm. dishes were great, too. Now, yeah. as I said, a lot of people, I think, were concerned about Roxy and her show schedule. I get it. I mean, I'm, I'm in rehearsals, too, but I know you're kicking your butt off here. You're yep. kicking your legs off. Yep. So I was helping, and one of my duties, one of my tasks that Roxy gave me was we had, what do we need for the stuffing? For the stuffing. So we had to chop up some celery and yep. onion. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, all I know is when I get the onion, I never have this problem. So I don't know what you bought. I don't know what I bought. Okay. We have no idea. It, but the recipe called for two small onions, and I picked out the two smallest onions I okay. could find. Which I thought were pretty big, but you said, nope, nope. chop them both up. Because I thought mm-hmm. one would have been plenty, but th- it was fine. It, wor- it worked It actually fine. tasted really good. Yeah, that was fine. Yeah, the stuffing was great, too. Everything was great. I even came up with a new little concoction, which we yes. should talk about, maybe. But, okay, so what was I saying? Okay, so I'm chopping the onions, and she's not paying any attention. And all of a sudden, and this doesn't, I can't remember the last time, and I chop onions a lot. I like raw onion. I love raw onion on my hot dog. Mm -hmm. I put raw onions in a lot of things. Mm -hmm. I put raw onion in my hamburger, anything. It killed me. They were killing me. I've never seen you cry so much. Killing me. Ever. So I had to leave the room for a few seconds. Multiple times. Collected myself. Well, but the point of the story is this. So I come back. (laughs) So I start again, and she turns around. And I have a piece of paper towel in my mouth. I'm like, what are you doing? Okay. Are you okay? <laughs> now, Littles, we're going to need some emails on this. So, or voicemails, whatever you want to give us. Okay. Is this an old wives' tale trick that doesn't work and it's just something to put in your mouth? I don't know. Because I've seen, I've heard, t- <laughs> I've heard towels. I knew you were going there. That's my joke. Damn it. I, no, I've seen people put towels. I didn't want to use one of our towels because we just got clean ones out mm-hmm. so i'm like i don't want to use that we talked to my mom and she said she had heard of putting a closed safety pin mm-hmm. in between your teeth or your lips okay and, just and holding then, it there and then who was it was it lisa who we went to no dessert? it was my friend kate oh your friend kate she said a piece of bread yep put a piece of bread in your mouth yeah and it will help and then someone said or maybe it was you said well it sounds like it could be anything so like a piece of gum yeah, I was asking. I was like, well, can it be anything you put in your mouth? Easy. <laughs> um, I was like, so uh, could it be gum? Could it be like a lifesaver? Right. But I thought it had something to do. I don't know why. That's what my sisters did. That's what my mom did. They put, I think they, I remember them putting just towels. So I was trying to be a little more sanitary yeah. and use a paper towel. Yeah. So I could just throw it away when uh-huh. I was done. I'm wondering, Littles, do, do we know? Is this like but a I had never heard of tale? any of these. Yeah, you had never, Roxy had never heard of this. She, she looked at me like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> 
And I was like, what do you mean? What am I doing? This is the trick to not make you cry as much or at, at all. I don't know. You were still crying a lot. And then Kate was like, I put on the goggles. She'll put on goggles. Yeah. Said, yeah. There are onion goggles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or Absolutely. Swimmers, you know, whatever kind of goggles. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Littles. I don't know. Curious. But what have you heard? What have you done? Yeah. What uh, have you put in your mouth? That's what she said. Oh. Roxy. We definitely have to get out of here now. <laughs> but no, overall, I thought it was a very successful, another successful oh, Thanksgiving yeah, here at the was, old Roxy and Chuck house. It was wonderful. It was my day off. And even though I was on my feet most of the day, it was still so worth it to cook and then, a lot better than last year. Quick shout out to our friend Lisa, who invited us down for dessert. So yes. we didn't have to make any desserts. Right. And her family came to see your show the day before. Uh-huh. And so they found out that you like cannoli. So they went and got you a couple of cannolis. Yeah. So that was really yeah, sweet. Yeah, her dad was like, oh, cannolis for sure. Yeah, so they're a big Italian family mm-hmm. too. So anyway, mm-hmm. so thank you to them. Quick shout outs to everyone. It was just been great. We really appreciate all the support and love from all the littles out there. And uh, Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. You can hop on over to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Everything is there. Our email, our Twitter, our Facebook, our Instagram. And don't forget to go over there to those and give us follows Mm -hmm. and those kind of things. But seriously, don't forget, if you do listen to us on Apple and iTunes, go over there, give us a nice rate and review. We actually got an we actually got another one recently and it was really sweet. And maybe we should start like reading some of these, Roxy. I don't know. There's some really great ones. Uh, But this one came in. Now, the funny thing is the one thing I hate about the ratings and reviews on Apple and iTunes is you can't see the full thing. You can't see I'm clicking on it. I'm doing all those things little. So I'm like even clicking on the title. And it just says this insightful, funny, entertaining and down to earth podcast is about people. Sure. Those people may be connected to an old, orange, broken down sports writer, but that's just the entry. If you love meeting ordinary people, then give this a listen. It's way better than a hockey segment. So we got that going for us. Wait, that's great. We're better than a hockey segment. I love that review. Wow. So anyway, we really... What a compliment. (laughs) So we really appreciate those. They really do help with the ratings and everything like that. Roxy, once again, we want to thank Sue Heidel for coming Mm -hmm. on to Meet the Littles. That was such a treat. And some really great stories there. Her traveling just was crazy. Yeah. Two World amazing, Cups. Amazing. Two World Cups. That's amazing. Eat it, Bobby. Two World Cups. <laughs> uh, but don't forget, Roxy, Christmas is coming. Yes, If fast. you need fog-free eyewear. Go to fogfreeeyewear.com. If you need a grip for your stick. Go to stickgrip.com. Did you like the pause I put in there to I make sure, sure I did. said that right? Mm-hmm. And remember, as I did... To get this book that a very generous little sent us. I'm curious. Did they go to Aaron'sBooks.com? I'm curious. I don't know. Did they get it from there? And if they didn't, they're kind of a dope, really. I mean. Hello. Hello. But the most important thing about all of this, Littles, is if you're out shopping online for books or whatever. Don't forget to. Use the code. Bye. Santa just left. Have I got a story for you. Excited and awake On the night before Christmas My most favorite of all days When low I heard a noise downstairs So I crept out to catch a glimpse And there I found my mother dear With Santa Locking lips! Ho, 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 he said to me, go back to sleep, this is just a dream. No, 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 said I.
son? It's me! Oh, I think my dad is Santa Claus. So back to bed they made me go, but I couldn't catch a wink. With the thought of Rudolph and his friends upon my roof, I just had to up the chimney I went And there before my eyes The reindeer and that glorious sleigh And Santa, I mean Dad, about to fly Ho, 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 he said to me Get back inside, it's time for me to leave No, no Come on, hurry! Oh, I think my dad is Santa Claus. We flew around the world to all the good boys and girls. Left gifts under their trees. And we ate lots of milk and cookies. Next morning I awoke with a fright Had it all just been a dream But when I got downstairs my dad was waiting With a grin and a wink Ho, 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 he said to me My secret's out, now can you keep it? Santa Claus It's really true He's Santa I wonder if I'm gonna be Santa Claus one day The Loyal Littles Podcast is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco and the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. There's something about him. He's got that star quality. I don't know what it is. Yeah. He's charming. He is. Oh, yeah.